you need to get off my bed. I took you out right before this coco. Oh, I'm sorry. Am I yelling? I'm let me. <laughs> I just feel like I heard Johnny Depp's trial right in. now. Keep it in, Candace. <laughs> okay, I'm good. literally rubbing his butt on my bed. That needs to be the open blooper, okay? Right. Uh, or at least the closing blooper. <laughs> okay. We're gonna call Coco Turd. Welcome to the Steno Talk Podcast. Your hosts are Anna, the newly certified shorthand reporter, and Candace, the court reporting student. We are here to create a space for fun conversation and valuable insight for students and reporters. Come with us as we dig into what it means to be a court reporting student and working reporter. So get your transcripts ready and join us for some Steno Talk. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back, Steno Talk listeners. We are here to give you guys another amazing episode. And today's topic is certs simplified. So many certs out there. So many letters <laughs> that people can get behind their name. What do they all stand for? What do they all mean? What do they all entail? How do you get them? How do they benefit you? We are going to bring all of that to you today. So today we are we're just going to split up these starts because there are so many. So, oh, I think I'm up first. <laughs> I am up first. Okay, I am up first. So uh, I'm going to take the first couple of certs and we're kind of just going to go in the order. And this isn't necessarily like the order that you like get them. These are the order that they're listed on the NCRA website, if I'm not mistaken. But the first one is the RSR. So what that one stands for is the Registered Skills Reporter. Um, And anyone, anyone can sit for that one. And what that one is, is um, it's a JC, it's a lit, and it's a QA, but it is at one speed below the RPR. So what this does is like, I believe it's like an introductory like certificate to then kind of show people, (laughs) people out there that you have the skill and that you're working towards the RPR. But also, I think that in some states, you can start working with the RSR. But I think that is a pretty cool cert to have on your way to, like, the RPR. So the lit, like I said, it's just one level down from the RPR. So it's a 160 lit. It's a 180 JC. And then it's a 200 testimony. You still got to pass them with, like, 95% and stuff. And I believe you have, like... 75 minutes it is to transcribe them. You don't have to take them all at the same time. You can take them in legs. So just be on the lookout for the NCRA announcements, like when they offer them. And I mean, you can take one at a time and then bam, you got your RSR. Um, There is no uh, written, there is no written for that one. So that saves you a lot of time because I hate studying. (laughs) And if I'm not mistaken, I think you you do still have to have like CEUs because I mean it is a cert, so you do still have to like, you know, be a member and and keep up with those things. And the prices, as far as the prices, I'm you know, check that out on the NCR website. One thing is free. <laughs> I don't think I don't think anything is free in life except the Steno Talk podcast. What do they call it? Shameless plug. Is that what they call it? Yes. Okay. <laughs> 
sounds legit. You know me and you know me and words. I'm like, like I hear phrases throughout my life, and I yeah. I always want to be the cool person who uses them. So I just throw them out there, and I'm like, is this when I'm supposed to use it? I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, your next cert is the RPR. That stands for Registered Professional Reporter. That is like the like the entry level that like opens up. It opens like your the doors to like now like the rest of the NCRA certificates. So and then that one is at the entry level like speeds that you take at in school. So it's a 180 lit, a 200 JC and a 225 testimony. I'm I'm used to calling it JC. So if I always pause whenever I say testimony, guys, that's why. (laughs) And you have the same time allotted. It's 75 minutes. You have to pass them with the 95%. And then, you know, same, same goes for it. Be a member, keep up with your CEUs over like three years. But that one, tricky, tricky, guys. Sneaky sneak. That one has the written. And you have to study for that. The written, you have to get a 70 or above. What was I aiming for? 70. <laughs> That's all that I needed. A pass is a pass is a pass is what I always say. So what it is, it's 120 questions, multiple choice. So nothing is like sneaky sneak on you. And it's kind of, it's divided into like three sections. So you have technology and innovation, which is 43% of the exam. That's the one that I was most scared of because if you guys follow me on Instagram or just know me personally, <laughs> I'm not a huge tech person, as we know from trying to log on to this Teams call. That's what you have me for. It's okay. <laughs> exactly. Candace, Candace helps me in all aspects of this podcast where I always fall short. So, and then the next part is industry practices. That's 34%. Of the 100, I'm not good at math. I'm not a math magician, guys, but I'm pretty sure all of these percents equal 100. (laughs) The last one is the NCRA professionalism and ethics. That's 23%. I wanted to talk a little bit about the written. So one of the main things I tried to focus on and I felt like really, really helped aside from the technology is the the code of professional ethics on the NCRA website. I literally looked at everything. I think I had the purple books and I had more study stuff that Isaiah had sent me. And then I went on like the website and because I'm not good at testing, I had to go over like everything just over and over and over again. And one of the um, state associations, I think had like a webinar or something that talked about some stuff and they provided um, like the slides. So, and I think I had like gone through those too. And also my best friend helped me. Because we were taking it at the same time because we were hashtag influenced by Janet with the hair because she got hers first. And we were like, we want to be cool like her. (laughs) So we were like, okay. I remember starting 2022 and we were like, we need to get our our PR this year. And so that was our goal. And we we made it happen. We were studying and, and yeah. So anyways, we all did it together. and. Now we got little letters behind our name. So that's some stuff that you guys can, you know, focus on when you are studying for the RPR written. If you don't pass it the first time, don't think it's the end of the world. I failed it the first time. I think I got a, I think I got a 63 the first time. I remember I missed it by like 
very, very few. And I think that's what just upset me. Um, and then my second time around, I passed it with a 73. And that's good enough for me. So <laughs> still get to um, letters. Exactly, right? And I remember putting it off because some people will say that they want to take the written first because they think it's the the easier, it's the easier thing to do, right? Than the skills. Um, and they're like, oh, let me just get that out of the way because they could study for it and they'll know the answers. And they're like, oh, and then I'll leave the hard part, which is the skills for the, the second part for last, right? I did it the opposite. <laughs> I did it the opposite way because if I could have taken like an extra skills test instead of the RPR, like if that was an option, I would have. Like if they said, you have to take two Q&As, I would be like, yep, sign me up. Sign me up. I'll take an extra Q&A as long as I don't have to take the written. <laughs> but that's not an option, guys. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> that's not an option. Months and months after I had taken the skills already. Um, I got called out by Allie Hall. <laughs> she had challenged me to not get on any social media every day. Don't get on social media until you study for the written at least 15 minutes. You know what I mean? And so I was like, oh, yeah, I could do that. I could totally do that. I lasted like three days, I think. I really did, honestly. And then I just stopped studying completely. And it wasn't until the Steno in the City conference that I had, for some reason, woken up late and I didn't make it to her presentation. But while I was getting ready to then go to the second presentation, I got all these texts and messages from people saying, hey, Allie Hall just called you out. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> Oh my God, like maybe she like spotlighted me that I didn't attend her session. Like I got really scared because like if Ali Hall is calling me out or, you know, I get really scared because <laughs> I love her. So it turns out I ended up making it downstairs or whatever. And then she even told me, she's like, yeah, I called you out. I called you out, you know, during my session because <laughs> you need to like study for the written. And I think she had said like, I wouldn't have called you out if you would have been, if you would have been in the room, but I guess good thing I wasn't right. So. I had no choice. Allie Hall called me out <laughs> in front of everyone. So I was like, crap, now I got to actually study and pass this test. So that was the story of how I then got remotivated to, to pass the, to pass the written, whatever, whatever it takes. I think uh, Allie Hall could make a killing if everybody paid her to call them out to study for this written and maybe everybody would have their RPR. Professional <laughs> caller outer. Yes. Yeah, right? Like, I'd pay, like, 25 bucks. Imagine if she charged 25 bucks every person and be like, hey, call me out. <laughs> Public, publicly, you know? And, of course, you know, everybody was like, oh. And I'm just like, <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't in the room. I mean, I'm assuming everybody was like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Ellie Hall just called her out. That was cool and traumatizing. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> it, got, it got the job done. Thank you so much, Allie Hall. She helped me. Honestly, she helped me pass my CSR. And now she helped me pass my RPR. Um, so if you need any help passing any certs, Allie Hall is your girl. <laughs> not sponsored. Not sponsored. This is not an ad. <laughs> this is not an ad for Allie Hall, I promise you. Just facts. Uh, it's just straight facts. Um, but anyways, now we are going to move on to the um, next certs. And... Take it away, Jasmine Canales, with the next cert. So the next one is the RMR, which is the Registered Merit Reporter. The RMR 
you must be registered, first of all, for NCRA, and you need the RPR. So like Anna said, every, every cert after this, you need the RPR for. Like that's the gateway cert for a lot of other ones. Um, and this test is basically in layman's terms, if people don't know, basically you have to write really, really, really fast. So this is like your speed test, your speed cert. So for this test, it contains of, I mean, similar to our Texas CSR, and I don't know how the other states ones are. This test consists of the lit JC and the Q&A. And for the lit, it's going to be 200 words per minute. The JC is 240 words per minute. And the Q&A is 260 words per minute. And you're going to have 75 minutes to transcribe and submit the test. And all three, you have to pass all three tests at 95% accuracy. So for these, you don't have to pass them all at the same time. It's separate. Like you can pass them at separate times. And funny story about the RMR, just really quick, because we have it. You'll, you'll hear about the real time test. I, I had came to Anna because we have the goal to get one of these certs. <coughs> one of them we want to have a goal for. And first, we're talking about the real time, but we're like, man, can we really pass this thing like at, at that percent accuracy? Or maybe we should just like work focus on speed and then just pass that one because it's like you the the q a you just have to do it 240 right and she's like no it's 260 and i was like mm, never mind uh 260 is a little too fast so that's just me maybe we can just focus on the real time no so, i think jasmine the whole time thought that it was like a 240 qa I she's did. like 240 that's not bad 240 <laughs> isn't that, that big of a hop from 225 to 240 it's not and when she told me that, I was like, uh, no, dude, it's 260. <laughs> She's like, oh, shit. Never mind. <laughs> Immediately, Never mind. no. <laughs> Immediately, no. I know. Okay, so, and then to maintain the RMR, you, uh, you're, you need to renew, but you can renew all these certs at the same time, so you don't have to renew them separate. You can re renew the RPR and the RMR. And all those certs together, <laughs> right? But you have to you have to maintain your membership to keep your certs. For the RMR, there's no written for this one, and it's just a hundred dollars uh, for members to sign up and take the test. Nice. We learned that you need the RMR to sit for those speed tests that you see when you go to the NCRA conventions, and y'all see those speed tests. You actually need to be an RMR to actually sit and register for these tests. So that's your golden ticket. Right. You cannot be an RPR and go sit for the speed tests. You have to have the RMR. That's your Willy Wonka golden ticket to <laughs> sit for the speed contest. I mean, and honestly, that makes perfect sense because <clears throat> little old me with my RPR writing like trash, like only at only at 225 words per minute and i'm about to go do a 260 in front of everybody everybody's watching you what yeah you? oh yeah people can attend those no thank so you. everyone's <laughs> in a room everyone is in a room it's kind of like sitting for whenever the the state tests were like in person everyone is in a room everyone hears the same dictation and you, and you're there and you're yeah. writing except more pressure you you have an audience 
people can go and witness you riding at those speeds. Just so, like just like Jose was like, I want to go watch. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go watch these contests. <laughs> I love, I love that, I love that he loves to watch them. But yeah, so if you're gonna go and do those contests, <laughs> please, please be comfortable with with having an audience. So, <laughs> next cert. Okay, next cert. It's gonna be the RDR, which is the Registered Diplomat Reporter, and this is the highest certification that you can get in court reporting. And actually, on the website, it says that. It is designed for the elite reporters desired to join an exclusive club for of court reporting excellence. So this the is elite. like the elite of the elite court reporters. And for the RDR, it's not a skills test. This is just a written test. And you must have the RMR to have this one, which then, of course, you have to have the RPR too. And you have to be a member for five continuous years so you can't just be a member for like two years and then like have a break and then you have to have you have to be a member for five years back to back to be eligible for this test and it's going to be just a written test at 120 questions and you have to pass it with a 70 percent or better and for this test it's 225 dollars for members obviously who will all meet the other criteria too so and it's way harder than the regular um like rpr written so this one is like it's hard well know? i mean so, we have uh, taken the test but <coughs> imagine if that rpr test yeah is hard and just we, we i mean we dreaded taking it Imagine what that RDR would be like because it's gonna be even more harder than that one. Yeah. I wonder what so the subjects you... are. Oh, I I can pull that up. Ryan. I'm really curious because the fact that it's just for five years and up. They add another section. So oh. it's it says it's gonna be technology is gonna be forty two percent of the test. Industry practices is gonna be twenty two percent of the test. NCRA professionalism and ethics is 19% of the test. And then the last one is business practices at 17% of the total test. Yeah. So those are the different categories of the test. Mm -hmm. hmm. So if you see somebody and they got them certs and you see the RDR, bullshit, watch out. They are the Dems of the elite. Dems, they are the elite. And they want you to be five years NCRA member or five years reporting? No, NCRA members. Members, but then also you have to have those other tests, like you have to have the RMR yeah. uh, to even be qualified for this. So, And then if you have your RMR, you have to be renewing every time for your for your cert, so then you're going to be a member anyways. Yeah, yeah. so you, you can't just, let's say, one year, you're like, hey, I'm finally going to be an NCRA member. Let me take the RPR. You mm -hmm. pass all the RPR the first time. And then a few months later, within that same year, you pass your RMR. You cannot then take the RDR. Five years have to go by. You have to be a member for those five years. And then you can take the RDR. You know what I mean? Yeah. I didn't know if it was like you need to be reporting for five years. They want you to be a member for five years yeah, yeah. before mm -hmm. you can even take that test. Got it. And that's just a written call. Hmm. Yeah. 
Challenge accepted. I'll see you in four is it, years. Is it cool? Is it cool though? Just there in? Is it cool though? I know. I've come to terms with the fact that I will not be an RMR. I'm cool with that. You know, other people will be striving for that speed. I'm okay with not. <laughs> I used to always think like, okay, RPR, and then you have to go. And, you know, if you want to be cool in the cert world, you have to get your RMR. You don't. But I feel like I do want something higher than my RPR. So that's why I feel like I am. I My next goal is the um, CRR, um, which Janet will now tell us about. Yes, let's talk about the certified real-time reporters. So the certified real-time reporter, it's RPR or higher. Like we've said, you can you get your RPR, you can take a lot of these other certs. The cool thing about this one is there's only one skill test. It's a 200 words per minute, five minute take, no editing time, zero editing time. You just have, you know, you just have to, you know, like, I don't know if anybody has taken any tests online these days. It's just finding the type of file. They just give you that time to turn it in or upload the file. But there's no editing allowed, and you have to pass it at 96%. And there is no written. So the CRC for us, it's definitely next because we don't have to study for a written. <laughs> we all want to put the written behind us. But I do think it's a doable test once you get the little, you know, you're writing, some of us write some of the stuff the same that it's not accurate. We're not going to have time to edit it on this test. So it's like, I want to take it after I've established some stuff with my writing that I'm clearly not going to change because I'm doing it over and over, but I'm refusing to put it in my dictionary because I feel it's wrong. We've all been there, but I will not, I can't, I can't, I try to, but it's like, if that's how I've been writing it. And my issue is with one of my keys in my letter I think I've told the all it's like I can't write the the I for I is the EU on our machine mm-hmm. I keep missing the E and I'm writing like instead of saying I did it I'm writing you did it and I know it's a big thing and I catch it but like didn't I'm writing D U D everything that includes that it's not reading and someone told me to do the sensible sensible thing I did it I don't know what it is it was, mm-hmm. It's been like this since I got my Lumi 2, which has been three years, so I don't have no reason to not fix that by now. But yeah, stuff like <laughs> that. I got to fix that stuff before I go and take this test because, I mean, I'm not going to have time to go fix all the U's to I's. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. I feel like there is there is help, though. Like um, Anissa's, Anissa Nirenberger's, you know, class, which I, I want to take, not an ad. Um, but then there is also mm-hmm. someone, like you said, um, the like machine sensitivity um, or fixing the key sensitivities. I'm assuming there's a lady who who helps with that. Like you know what I mean? Um, I don't know. Everything I, is figure outable. Yep. Yeah. No, true. So with, for this, um, sir, you do have to be a member. But remember, guys, CRC and CRR are two different things. I know we even used to get them a little bit confused. So the CRR is a certified real-time reporter. This is this is a you know depots, uh, court, a reporter. This is just us getting this to provide real time. The next one I'm going to talk about is the certified real-time captioner, CRC. Two different things. So anyone can take this cert. And that's the other thing we're talking about, Anna. When I put anyone, that means students too. 
Yes. Yeah, so you this one, you don't have to have your RPR for it. So certified real-time captioner. And that makes sense because you can start providing carts depending on, I'm just going to speak for Texas. I'm not sure about anywhere else. I'm pretty sure it's similar in some other places, but you can start writing cart. They'll start hiring you at the 180s, higher speeds. So yeah, anyone can take this. And it does require to have, of course, like most of them, your three CEUs over your three years, but it's a five minute, 180 word per minute test. That's it. It's just your lit. Oh, that's not bad. Oh, why didn't I ever take that? I'm sorry. Oh, because it has to written. That's where it, that's where it's the rinse that scared me. So yeah, you're a certified real-time captioner. You just got to take a five minute take, 100, 180 words per minute. Same thing. No editing. Just time to turn it in. Save your file. Turn it in. 96%. And there is a, there's a skills test. I'm sorry, a written test. 70%, 50 questions, multiple choice. That's a lot less questions than the RPR, though. I will say that. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. And then they let you become a member. If you like, if they say you don't have no certs within CRA, you're a student, you're interested in taking this. If you want to go in that route, you can pass this cert and then you become a member. They don't require you to be a member at the time. As long as you pass it, then you have to become a, a member after. That's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Real quick, Janet, do you know how much these tests are? Yes. So for this, for the reporter, real-time one is $205. It's a flat, flat rate. For the captioner one, if you're a student, it's $175. If you are a member, $205. And if you are a non-member, $230. All right. So students cool, need yeah. maybe, maybe it's a little cheaper for students. So they might want to explore that just to be working towards something but yeah. i feel like um as the captioner though that's it's different writing than like skill i mean speed the reason the reason that i know a little bit about that and why i knew bcs is because i when we were in school jasmine correct me if i'm wrong um we took a class we took we a captioning class yeah, and I remember we would get we would get to class. This was a long, long time ago, guys. Um, we would get to class, and we oh, thought it was so cool because we could watch TV. Um, so our professor would tell us, you know, put up a a show, and you know the Kardashians were probably real big at the time. So I remember some people would put up the Kardashians. Um, oh my God, that just brings back like those videos that I share on Instagram of that girl with the salads. <laughs> I did the crime. I did the crime ones. I did the crime videos because this was like IDTV or something. That's what I did. Yeah, yeah. And then some people would do soap operas. Me, on the other hand, I remember I used to pull up Daniel Tiger because it was probably really easy work. <laughs> That's but, cool but though. The, the the screens were different, and then you would could see your writing at the bottom. And if I'm not mistaken, Jasmine, again, correct me if I'm wrong because this was a long time ago. Um, we had like three screens. Yep. We had three screens and we could see like our software, like in the middle where it was going. And then it was literally seconds before it then came out on this screen, like to the right. Nobody could see me. Um, it would come, it would come out on the other screen with the, the text at the bottom. Like we were the, the captioner. That is so cool. I never knew that. No, my school didn't even bring up captioning after I signed up for the school. 
What? No. Yeah, this is at Del Mar back in the day. And I thought that that's why whenever I see that people are like our captioners or our cart providers or whatever that isn't an official or a freelancer, I think they're amazing. I think they are like, oh my God, like, because I would like in my wildest dreams would love to do that. But of course. My writing is trash. That sounds so cool that they did that for you. You got to experience a little bit how it's like going. That yeah. is, you've never said this before. I'm sorry. This is all new information. That is you very first. Cool. That Maybe is it was a long, 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 long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> that was I, never I included in my in my um, curriculum. Like they never included anything like that for captioning. Yeah, yeah, even at, um, I mean, when I started at uh, at ACI, I don't I don't remember that being an option, and maybe a lot of places don't. I don't even know if they still offer that at Del Mar, but I remember back in the day, our professor was Ms. Z. Remember her? Yeah, I have her on Facebook. Yeah. Oh, that would have been so cool to get exposure like that, though. Yeah, that's yeah, included that. Because you know, for some students, maybe they don't want to do court. Maybe they don't want to do depositions. I know, like Anissa Nierberger, she's like. I've never produced a transcript. Like, that is just so cool. I think it's, I think it's really cool. I follow a few people who provide cart. I follow them on, on, on Instagram and I, all the time, I just think they're so cool and amazing. Even the people who provide real time, you know, you see their setups and they have all the iPads. I'm like, oh my God. Like, yeah. No, I think it's really cool. Someone I, just, I that girl it. that Jose said, was she had like, what, 16 or how many plugs that day? Yeah. Man, that's she banking, man. She is banking, but it's like, oh my God, that just sounds terrifying. I hate that I feel that way. It just sounds terrifying. I have a privacy screen on my laptop because I don't want no one to see what I'm doing. <laughs> Please don't look at my mess. It will look pretty <laughs> later, I promise. Okay, so um, funny, funny thing, guys. Um. And who knows, we might um, we might do an episode later, like the difference between like in-person and like Zoom depots. But just a really quick little story. Um, real funny is the reason that I want to get good at real time is because I was recently at an in-person depot in Midland. And um, I had my laptop up on the, the table and the videographer made a comment like, um, can you scoot like your um, your laptop a little bit because you know it's in the 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 video frame, right? So I said yes, no problem, whatever. He said I have an extra laptop stand in my car. I could go get it for you. I said no, it's okay. I'll just put it on this chair. So you know to get it completely off of the the table. And then one of the attorneys said, "Oh, but how are we gonna like see the screen? Because every now and then we like to look over at like the last question that we asked or something." And I immediately, like my world just like, and I was like, I'm sorry, what, sir? <laughs> immediately, no. Immediately, no. I've seen what I needed to see. So that was a red flag. I then put my, I put my laptop on the chair facing me so that they cannot see it because, guys, I am not real time at all. I'm probably not even like half real time. So um, I was like, okay, it's cool. Everything's fine. This was that job that lasted literally all day. On one of the breaks, one of the attorneys, not the same person who said that, um, she comes up to me and she's like, 
Yay. So I was wondering if you could search this word or these two words. And so immediately again, my world just closes because I'm about to search my transcript for these words. Who knows if they even came out because this was like, <laughs> a, it was, a, it was some kind of oil field job, you know, and I don't have those things like in my dictionary. So I could have been writing it the same way, but they were all untranning. So mm -hmm. I searched it and it came up. And she slept away for a little bit. And I was like, let me fix this up as good as I can, right? While she's gone. Well, she comes back and she's like, no, that's not the spot. So oh I, search it, I search it again and I come up. I come up to the spot that she's talking about. And she's like, oh, yeah, like, that's it. It looked like complete trash. I promise you guys. I promise you. And then she, as she's stepping away, she's like, oh, and that's supposed to be component. Because my component is the KP and then onant, but my finger dragged the D, so it came out deponent. And I I felt like absolute, like the lowest of the low. Not only because it was like trash and untranned, most of it, because these were really yeah. big oil field terms that I'm not familiar with. But then with the fact that one of the words that did tran she like corrected me right there on the spot. Like, Oh my God. Exactly. Like I, I wasn't providing real time. I'm not real time. And maybe, maybe the fear of that and then just the possibility of that happening again, or the way that I felt that day, it, it makes me want to become real time. You know, I, I want to be more confident in my writing, I guess, ultimately, you know what I mean? So. What did you say when she said that? Just said, oh, oh, okay, yeah. It's just, <laughs> I don't know. I don't even remember what I said. But then she just like walked away. She was intimidating from the beginning, though. From the beginning, the second she walked in, you know. And I don't then think I would I would have anything to say. I'd be like, oh, okay, thank you. Like absolutely because absolutely not. I would have been like, it's not edited. <laughs> oh, is it? I promise you guys. I Jen, that's why it's called scoping. Like it literally Jen, would have been on site. Energy. It had to happen to me, but it was like my third depot. But he was just like, oh, he 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 asked me to look at my screen. He was like, I don't know what it was. And he was so close to me, but I hated it because when he walked in, he was like, Madam Corey Porter, you don't have to ask us for anything if you need a break. Like he was just so sweet. Mm -hmm. So it's like he worked his way like, and he's like, what did he, I think he was asking me for a break. Like, you know how they ask you, remember the question or the answer right before break. Cause they're going to ask yeah. you. And I think that's what it was. He asked me, and I think that's what it was. He was like, I was like, well, the last question was, and he just happened to be so close to me. He's like, oh, it's, it was a name that it was like misspelled. I said, oh yeah, well, that's how I'm writing it. I, I literally said that I still have to edit it. He said, oh, okay. I just didn't want you to get it wrong. And like, I know I, man, that job, I will never forget it. But, you know, like one day I could be writing and I'm like, dude, I am freaking real time. This is like I'm getting better. This is so much better. Like I'm getting better. And then the next job, I'm like, and so with certain jobs, so you feel that way? Because I, I feel like that was that interpreted card all the time. Did I pass that test or not? Like, cause no, like, what am I doing here? Like, can I, am I even a good reporter? I thought I was like the shit yesterday, but now I'm like. <laughs> Shitty. I am shit. <laughs> yeah. 
this is shit, right? Here. I think everybody can commiserate with that. Like even like on my day to day life, like I have days where I'm just on top of it and days where I'm not. Yes, you know. it's not the same every single time. I don't know. Sometimes I just, when I look at people the feel that way every day. That's amazing. I don't know how. <laughs> They're overachievers. I think, I think everyone has their shit together, but me. Mm-hmm. And I think I think that it helps not only baby reporters, but students know that we do not. The fact that we are not perfect is what makes this podcast the success that it is. I agree. So I'm let's just cool. afraid of like the real t- I'm afraid of like not understanding what they said. Mm-hmm. I'm afraid of like that's that's the only reason I that's when I hesitate. It's like, what was that word? Mm-hmm. That's that's because when you think about it, our job, once you get the skill down, you just have to, well, especially with me, I write everything out. So I just have to write it phonetically. And I'm surprised. Sometimes I'm like, oh my God, there it is. You know, I, mm-hmm. but it's like, what if you hear something and we focus so much on like the spelling, but the point is we have to just write what we hear. So when we read back, you know what you, I've had that, you know what you meant or start briefing it and you're briefer, you know, or spell it out. It's just like, it's just like when people do real time, I just say, how, I mean, how do you not get nothing wrong? Like, that's really where I'm at. Do you not hear something and freeze? That's what scares me. Mm-hmm. And that's the one thing they're going to ask me to be like, when was that? Like, of course it will be. No, no, no. I, I follow a reporter um, and she shared it. Oh, they said something. Hab- habituants, mm. something like that. But it came out like the word. Uh, and then like the, and then like the, she wrote it out. You know what I mean? So she probably did something and then the end um and yeah and and it just just the fact that people share these things this makes us feel so much better you know the realities of of this job no one's perfect no one's perfect and then there are a couple other certs that are on the ncra website which is the cri and the clvs this most likely does not pertain to any court reporting students or court reporters unless you are an instructor because the CRI does stand for certified reporting instructor um and then the next one uh, the CLVS is certified legal video specialist and the reason that we want to tell you about that one is because that one is important to know if i'm not mistaken that will be one of the things that they ask you on the RPR written it's it's something that you do need to know, even though it has nothing to do with us. Yeah, CLVS, Certified Legal Video Specialist. If you guys are interested in any of those, there's, you know, the NCRA website. Alrighty, so that is it for this episode, Certs Simplified. I hope that it was helpful. I hope that we explain things um, in the most layman's term possible. <laughs> I hope that this helped and inspired you guys to get more certs and um, now that you know what they are, what they mean, what you have to do to get them, that we will soon be seeing letters behind you guys' names. So with that, that is it. Until the next episode of General Talk. Till next time. Bye guys. Bye. Bye. And that's it for this week's episode. Thank you all for tuning in and listening. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite podcast and leave us a review. Also, check out our Instagram and Facebook, both at Talk Podcast, and shoot us an email at stenotalkpodcast at gmail.com with any questions, comments, or ideas for the show. 
We would love to hear from our listeners. Until next time, Steno Tribe, stay motivated, stay on your machine, and practice, practice, practice. Ready? Vegan. Here I go to my office with my water and my coffee to mix them up so I can have diarrhea later. You know, the huge, <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> Fun times. At least the office is by the bathroom, right? Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah.